Well, good morning again. Oh, this, this series that we've been teaching from about the proving ground, inspired by the book of Kevin Gerald, is so exciting. And last week we talked about how that God loves us so much. Hindi kanya promote into something na hindi mo kayang ihando. And that we can pass life's tests by God's grace. We can pass God's tests by God's grace. And the best news of all is even if sometimes we fail, we'll never be kicked out of school. God loves you so much that He will never stop working with you to help you grow, to help you pass the test of life. And today I want to talk about one of the most common tests that we will go through sa buhay natin, and that is the test of small things. Passing the test of small things. Friends, everything big starts small. A plant, a tree, sang lalaki, pamilya. It starts like a small idea. A big business starts small. A large growing church started small. Everything that becomes big starts small. And small things are a really big deal. Small things can often be the most critical things, like a hole in a boat or a leak in the gas tank, a clot in our brain or virus in the lungs. You know that. Maybe a short but sharp word of insult or anger. The tongue is one of the smallest parts of our body, but it carries the power of life and death. James chapter 3 verse 6 says, It can set our whole life on fire because it's a flame of fire. It's like the whole world of wickedness can uh, corrupt our entire bodies. It can set your whole life on fire. And so even a small, what they call white lie, can ruin integrity or a reputation. A small decision could make or break our future or our family or our fellowship with God. It could damage or repair. Our words, small things could hurt or heal. A small thing could build or destroy. But small things add up to really big things. Either positive or negative. Like, for example, a small monthly savings could build up a large investment account. Mga maliliit na gastos ng araw-araw it adds up to a big amount of unexplained, wasted salaries. A small gesture of kindness could be a big investment in your relationship. You know, all the big things that are done in life come from small things that are done. And it can do major damage, for example, to a marriage. It doesn't have to be something big, like one, one time, big time. Just a small compromise here or there. A little flirting with a third party. Short texts. A message. A short date. You know, the Songs of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 15, tells us to catch all those little things. They call little foxes before they ruin the vineyard of love. So we've got to give importance. We've got to pass the test of small things. Because small things are a big deal. And God will test us 
with small things. If we're faithful to have, to hold, and to handle the bigger things without it ruining us. Can you take on bigger responsibilities? You know, more opportunities. Madalasna, we think we can. I think I can take on more. Lord, give me more. I can handle more. But it's the test that will prove it. You've got to pass the test of third grade before you go to fourth grade. Bago lahat ng promotions, laging may test. Now, tanong, how can I pass the test of small things? So three things today. Number one is be willing to start with small things. Dito tayo magsisimula. The starting point. Are you willing to take on small jobs, small responsibilities, small level of resources like money? Or, or you know, there was a boy in the Bible who was willing to give Jesus a small amount of bread, a two small fish. And Jesus made that small become big. Sa totoo, kung ano yung ito-turnover mo sa Diyos, it can be turned into more. In Mark chapter 12, verse 42 hanggang 44, the Bible said that a poor widow came and put two very small copper coins doon sa, sa treasure box ng temple. And Jesus said, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. It's because they gave out of their wealth. Marang extra lang na hindi kailang. But she gave out of her poverty. She put in everything. Every small thing you have, put it into God's hand. Put it into God's purposes. And every place that you begin from, Kung saan ang pagsimula mo, that's a starting point. Where are you starting from right now? Does your life seem so small, you know, insignificant? Do you feel you don't have much, you can't do much right now? Maybe some of you are hoping and, and thinking that one day, someday, somehow, I'll be an achiever. Pwede ako maging leader, an influencer. I want to be a giver and help my family and do some great things for God. You know, David was willing to start with a slingshot. Parang sa bata na laroan. But he started with that small toy, that small tool. And he became king of all Israel. Moses obeyed God and started with just a shepherd's stick. Miracles started happening. What is in your hands right now? Maybe you say, nothing much. It's too small to make a difference. Hindi sapat. Maybe you have a big dream, big plans. Now someday something great will happen. I wish, I hope, I want. But are you willing to start small? With just a little skill. Just a small house. Maybe you just have a few friends or a little money. But it can become big when you turn it over to God. Offer yourself. Offer your situation to God. And be willing to start with small things. And treat small opportunities as your doorway to greater ones. Begin to see everything you have, everything you say, 
Everything you do, think of that as a seed. Isang buto na siyang naitatanim sa obedience and bring it to the opportunities that God has for you level by level. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 16 says, Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. It takes humility to start with small things. James chapter 4 verse 10 says, Humble yourself before the Lord and He will lift you up in honor. So whenever you're asked to do something small, that's maybe it's below your potential. You think you have more talent than that. You know, it might be something uh, you won't be noticed for. No one will appreciate you. And you might think you qualify for bigger and better things. Masasabi mo na, I deserve more. I don't want to do those small things. I want to be in the spotlight. Well, Jesus did a lot of small things. First of all, ang pagpunta ni Jesus sa earth, I mean, think about it. He went from having thousands or billions of angels praising Him 24-7 to earth where people ignored Him and wanted to throw stones at Him. Now, if Jesus was tested with doing the Father's will sa mga malilit na bagay, for sure, you will also be tested with small things. Number two, be enthusiastic with small things. This is all about an attitude. Habang tayo ay namumuhay na in the presence of God, how's your attitude about mga small things? I believe kailangan natin na makaroon ng attitude of gratitude. Be thankful for the small things that God has given you. One of the ways na masasabotage ng joyful life is when you complain. Complaining will make you feel and experience poverty. But thanksgiving will make you feel and experience wealth, prosperity, provision. Another thing not to do is to compare. Because when you compare, you will feel and experience inferiority. Mararanasan mo ng insecurity. But 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you. And over in Romans chapter 12, verse 11, it says, Be enthusiastic to serve the Lord, keeping your passion towards Him boiling hot. Radiate the glow of the Holy Spirit and let Him fill you with excitement as you serve Him. Enthusiasm about small things. Letter B is don't despise small things. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 is the time when naglagay sila ng temple foundations. Foundation pa lang. Hindi pa napapatayo na yung pinaka-building. But just the foundation. Just the cornerstone. And the word of the Lord said, Do not despise these small beginnings. For the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Minsan akala natin, natutuwa si God kapag tapos na ang lahat. But the Bible says, don't despise the beginning. Yung mga maliliit na start. Because the Lord rejoices. God rejoices to see the work begin. God gets excited 
even when we're just getting started to do His will, in everyday life, make small steps in the right direction. Just a mustard seed faith. But, and, and, you know, here's a good example. People rejoice and congratulate a woman when she gets pregnant. They have parties and why? Bakit pag nabuntis ang babae, tuwang-tuwa ang mga tao? Or lalo na pag pinanganak na yung isang baby, how come so many people are excited, rejoicing? Now, I want to see the baby. What is there to see? Bakit naging excited about a newborn baby? A baby is the smallest of all humans, the weakest, the most uneducated, unproductive person on the planet. Why, especially parents, do they rejoice about this small beginning? Because of potential. Hope has come alive. It started. Ayan na. Ayong new baby? Posibling future president yan. Ito ang starting point. That baby could be the next doctor or scientist in the making. A champion, a father, a hero. You see, friends, God is happy when you begin doing even the small things that He assigned you to do. Maybe it's just small believing, humbling down yourself, repenting in small ways, living for God ng araw-araw, giving what you can, serving where you can. Don't look down on small things because that's your starting point. You know, don't stay stuck there. Be passionate to grow and to level up. But the way how to go about getting into bigger and better things is to be thankful and enthusiastic about the small things. May pagkasabi, attitude determines altitude, kung how high you can go. In the book of Genesis, mayroon si Joseph, the dreamer, and he has big plans. Alam niya na God has a big plan for his life. But he got started as a slave. And then, naitapun siya sa prison. But wherever God put him, he joyfully served God and used his gifts, even in very small ways. Naging excellent siya, but enthusiastic. Often, he was unseen, unrewarded, forgot about unfair treatment but he kept being enthusiastic about small things Genesis 39 verse 6 says that Potiphar left everything he had in Joseph's care and with Joseph there he didn't worry about a thing except what kind of food to eat Genesis 39:22 the warden in a prison put Joseph in charge of all the other prisoners and he was made responsible for all that was done in the prison. The warden had no more worries because Joseph took care of everything, all the small things. And the Lord was with him and gave Joseph success in whatever he did, whatever small things. Joseph was always on the process of joyfully doing small things for the Lord, with the Lord. And God was with him and kept promoting him to higher and higher levels. 
You know, enthusiasm, that whole word enthusiasm comes from two Greek words, in and theos. And it means full of God. Joseph was full of God and the Lord was in him. Kaya tuwang tuwasha sa kanyang work, no matter where it was. King David was under process of being faithful wherever God put him. He kept getting open doors of opportunity. He kept being promoted. And if you will be enthusiastic about the things that God assigns you to do, you will be confident later when the big opportunities come your way. You know, um, when David learned about the challenge to fight Goliath, never before had he fought a giant. But he remembers that he did something smaller. He killed a bear. Then he killed a lion. And nakaroon siya ng confidence that God will help me kill the giant also. So David went small things to bigger things to bigger things. From target practice to wild animals to giants. Eventually he was conquering armies and nations. And in 1 Samuel chapter 17, David said, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. That's a small task. When a lion or bear came out, you know, I, I, I went after it. I, I took the sheep. I struck it in its mouth. It turned on me, but I seized it by its hair, struck it, and killed it. And he's saying, Now that uncircumcised Philistine will be just like one of them. He's defied the armies of the living God. And the Lord who rescued me from the paw of the lion will also rescue me from the hand of the Philistine. But David's brothers despised him. They despised him for being small, young, underqualified for victory. Even King Saul despised small things. Sabi niya, David, slingshot? Hindi, Walang effect yan. King Saul magnified armor. But he would disobey God's commands. He wouldn't submit. So he had no confidence. Fear gripped him. But David had confidence. He had credibility because he was faithful with the small things. And God used the small things sa buhay niya. And I believe God will use you and your situation kahit gano ka small when you pass the test. Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 4.12, Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. Set an example for the believers in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. So first of all, be willing to start with small things. Secondly, be enthusiastic about small things. And the last point is be a good steward of small things. A good steward means a faithful, trustworthy manager. A servant who manages things. Start using what you already have. Many people say, if I had more, I would give more. If I had better situation, I could do better. And some people think, I need to have more. No, you just need to start using more. Of what you already have. Nung bago pa ako sa Pilipinas, I was impressed doon sa mga carpentero. Now, Filipino carpenters are so good. And I have seen yung mga carpenters sa US, mayroon silang truck, 
built-in, yung kanilang napakalaking toolbox sa cabinet, shiny, mga tools na high-tech, mga malalaki, electric-powered, yung lagaring electric, drill, wireless pop, battery-powered. But I once hired a carpenter na to build a, a kubo sa, sa likod ng bahay ko noon. At dumating yung carpenter na dala-dala ng napakaliit na bag, not even as big as a school backpack. Doon na sa bag niya, he had a few basic tools. But he did excellent work. Gulat ako kasi nagawa, nagawa na yung, yung big carpentry job with just a few basic small tools. Walang heavy equipment, walang power tools. And after natapos na yung job, tinanong ko, can you recommend any electrician? Sabi niya, yes, I can. Sino? Ako. <laughs> Sabi ko, okay. So, he was able to do electrical work. Naganon din, the same bag, the same tools. Sabi ko, may kakilala ka ng plumber? Sabi niya, oo, sino? Ako din. Ha? Paano yung tools mo? Nandito lang. And in that same bag, andun na yung tools niya pang plumbing, plumbing works. And uh, masonry pa. So, itong tao nito, ang dami niya nagawa with just a few small tools that he actually used. And that was a lot better than many complex tools that goes unused. What you need for your future in life, you already have in your life today. All you have to do is sow the seed. Kasi kung ano yung deposit ng Diyos sa atin for tomorrow, we've got it now in a seed format. You just need to use it. Friends, stop waiting for the day that you hope to have more, hope to achieve big things, and just start faithfully using the things that you have in your life right now. In Luke chapter 16, verse 10, there's a story of, and Jesus said, that whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. It's because there was a servant who was uh, dishonest with small things. And sabi ni Jesus, you will be dishonest when you have bigger and better things. But he says, if you can be trusted sa mga malilit na bagay, you can be trusted in the bigger things. There's one way to know if you're ready for increase. And that is, how well you handle what you currently have. If you currently are renting at hindi mo take care ng bahay, how can you expect to take care of your own house? If you borrow someone else's computer or someone else's things that you don't take care of it, you won't take care of your own things. Hindi ka maglilinis ng sarili mong sasakyan if yung motor mo palang or yung bicycle mo palang, hindi ka naging responsible doon. Especially this is true pagdating sa area ng financial. Trust God in your finances. That will lead you to be faithful sa maliit na money. You see, money is a, a strange thing. Money does not change your values. It reveals them. Ang pera, parang amplifier yan. It will either bring out the best in the person or the worst. It just amplifies who you are and how you 
uh, see things in comparison to what's really important sa buhay mo. If you're not a good manager of a small amount of money, you won't be managing well when you have much money. If you don't put God first right now sa area ng finances mo, you won't. Even if or even when increase comes, you won't put God first pagdating sa malaking amounts. But what you do with what you have right now sets the pattern for what you will do in the future. Ang ginagawa mo ngayon pagdating sa finances, template yan. And that is what your life will follow. Some people said, well, when I get rich, I'll donate money to the church. I'll help my family. No, you won't if you're not doing it now. If you are committed to tithe from your current income, that won't change when you get richer. You'll continue to put God first in your finances. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 20 says, A trustworthy person will get a rich reward, but a person who wants quick riches will get into trouble. Greedy people try to get rich quick, but don't realize they're headed for poverty. Ang ibig sabihin dito, kung hindi tayo nagtatapat sa maliit na bagay, wala. That will continue no matter how big and how much better things are available to you. If you're consistently in debt, always have a habit of overspending, and you've been like that for years, even if you had more money, your debts would just get bigger. Friends, actually, if you feel poor at your current income right now, you will still feel poor at a higher income. Bakit? Kasi poverty is a mindset which comes from distrusting God and unhealthy comparisons. So I say trust God in your finances. Kahit anong level of income na meron ka, trust God at that level. God is not treating everyone at the same, in the same way. He loves us all the same. He forgives us all the same. But He treats us according to our capacity to handle. In the book of Matthew, chapter 25, may, may story doon there was a man who went on a long trip. Tinawagan niya ang tatlong servant niya. And he entrusted his money doon sa kanya mga servants niya. And to the one servant, he gave five bags of silver called talents. And he said, you know, palakiin mo, paramian mo to. And he gave another servant two bags of silver. And a third servant, he gave one bag of silver. And sabi sa Bible, he was dividing his wealth, his money, according sa kanilang mga abilities. And after the long trip, the master returned home and called them na mag-report kung anong nagawa nila. How did they use the money? And the servant na katanggap ng five bags came forward na sinabi niya, I, I've doubled the money. Ito, yung lima naging sampo. And the same thing happened with the guy na naka-entrusted with two. He, he said, I've invested the two at naging four. Ito na yung pera mo. Yung nakatanggap ng one, sinabi niya na takot ako sa'yo kasi mahigpit ka, you always uh, make a big profit, I, I was afraid I might fail, you might get mad at me. So mali ang pagtingin niya 
sa kabutihan ng, ng ama, ng amo niya. So what he did was, sinabi niya, I buried the one bag. And ito, itong pera mo. And he was called wicked and lazy because he did not do anything with the small amount he received. Maaring ang nasa isip niya, wala akong magagawa dito. Isa lang, siya nakatanggap ng lima. Siya nakatanggap ng dalawa. Bakit isa lang sa akin? Walang mangyayari. I don't, wala akong puhunan na sapat uh, to do something big. The thing is, we all have something in our hands. And he just did not use the small things. And that's why he was dealt with very severely. Friends, maybe you're thinking, well, I want the five. I want the big time. I want more. But the five that you've always wanted, it's inside the two that you've been given. Or maybe the two that you've wanted. And don't do nasa one. Palaguin mo lang. Be faithful. Be a good steward of small things. Be enthusiastic about small things. And be willing to start with small things. Now, there's this movie we saw one time about a man looking for a job. Kasi kalalabas ng kulungan. He was an ex-criminal. And he was looking for a job, but he could not find a good job. Yung nakahanap niya ng trabaho is being a trash collector. And while he was on the job, it was a low and humble position. But later on, he realized that this was his doorway to bigger and better opportunities. Habang tumatagal na rehabilitate siya, and he started to help other ex-criminals who got out of jail. Now watch what happens. Friends, I wonder, are you going through a test with small things right now in your life? Is there some simple, basic thing right now in your life that God might be testing you with? Something small. You don't consider that it will have much consequence. No, wala namang difference ito. And maybe you feel that's below your qualifications. Something beneath you. It's no big deal. You know, I, it's not worthy enough to take my priority or my attention. How would you know if you're in a test like that? Here's how you can know for sure you're in a test of small things. Because you won't want to do it. The test of small things will be against your will. As I said in a previous message, you can pass your tests in life because Jesus overcame and experienced victory sa mga test in His life. And Jesus passed His tests on your behalf as you. And His perfect score is recorded as your score. And the same Holy Spirit power that He used to pass His tests is available to you when you remain attached to Him. Pinerfic ni Jesus ang kanyang final exam on the night of His crucifixion. He was praying, not my will, but your will be done. And the test that Jesus passed was no small thing. Not for Him to lose... Not for us. He lost his life. We gained our lives. He gave up his pride. We took a share in his glory. He took our death and we took his life. But his choice 
brought the biggest victory in history. How was he able to do that? How could Jesus make such a big sacrifice? Yung grabe yung level of trust niya sa Ama. I believe it's because he had been passing the tests of small things all throughout his life. Ever since he was a boy. You know, it's recorded, no, 12 years old, Pasi Jesus, he submitted to his parents. He obeyed them. The Bible talks about Jesus carrying a Roman soldier's bag for one mile, and he took it even another mile. Kasi yung mga tinuro ni Jesus, naranasan niya yun. The small thing of turning the other cheek, a faithful track record of obeying God in small things and passing a test, it produced momentum and a capacity for Jesus to be prepared to take and pass the big tests. Now, accepting Jesus, bringing Him into your life, is actually not a complicated thing. It's a very, very small step of faith. But it has big results. Wait, wait, don't scroll. I know that don't scroll away. Stay focused at makinig ka sa akin ngayon. Because what I'm about to do and talk to you about is something so easy, yet it's a very big deal. It won't cost you money. Jesus won't hurt you, offend you, give up on you. But it's a really big deal. Because receiving salvation is so simple. But just a simple, sincere decision to receive Christ can make an eternal consequence. You bring salvation into your life. Forgiveness, healing, redemption, restore all that the devil has, has taken away from you. The guilt is removed and the peace comes in. That small change can even happen in your mind. You don't see it. Your friends might not see it. But if you say a small little prayer, it might even be less than one minute, you can have your starting point right now. That small thing, the test for you right now, is to make that decision to receive Jesus into your life, into your heart. Papasukin mo siya bilang Panginoon and I believe that the best will start to flow. Can we pray right now together? Everybody, no matter where you are, don't scroll. Just, you can, even with your eyes open, say, Jesus, come into my life. Kinakailangan kita at pinapasok na kita bilang taga pagliktas. Ako'y nanangailangan ng kaligtasan, ng forgiveness ng mga kasalanan ko. So I receive by faith Ako'y nagpapasya to, to accept you, to trust in you as the only way of salvation. Thank you sa aking bagong buhay. Ito na ang pagsimula na ako'y susunod sa iyo for the rest of my life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Holy Spirit, for all that you've done. Help me to have the power to pass every test in life according to your will and your purposes. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great week. And every test that comes your way, remember, you can pass it by God's grace. Don't belittle the small things, but be enthusiastic about every small thing.